Computer, initialize Holosuite. Felix and your meals are getting to be almost certainly a highlight of every day. For joining us on the Janeway, the Voyager podcast, where my co-host Liam Smart, who can swashbuckle with the best of them, and I, Suzanne Williamson, look at Voyager episodes to work out whether our favorite captain has approached things in the right way, the wrong way, or the Janeway. Swashbuckling. That's just like fighting, right? Or is that something else? Well, I picture you in like a pirate outfit with a dagger between your teeth and swinging from one ship to another. Like, give that's, me all the that's boys. That's I'm picturing. Like, I <laughs> finished with I the boys on this ship. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's me. Before we get started on the episode today, why not give us a follow on Twitter at the Jane underscore way. And there you can keep an eye out for when to start voting for our podcast award, which is totally fucked up when you think about it. But we are... <laughs> asking for that but you can also join our facebook community for our listeners called the nexus which is for hollow sweet media where you can chat about star trek and other nerdy shows as well as find other podcasts on the network so suzanne what's new yes i have a janeway podcast shirt on oh i thought you were wearing nothing it's just all blurred into one it's no there's Captain Janeway on my bosom right now. Oh, that's right. I mean, who wouldn't want a Captain Janeway on their breasts? That's that's very true. Yes. I haven't released the site technically yet because we're still just playing with it. Is that right? Yes, we are playing with it. But one day soon. You can have a Janeway on your breast. Or on your coffee cup, where she should be. I wonder if we can get underwear, like actual underwear. I know they have throw pillows and tote bags, things like that. But I don't know about underwear. They have face masks if you're still masking up. Get yourself a Janeway pod G-string. <laughs> oh, man, her face would be right on your business. <laughs> <laughs> She's down there for science. <laughs> No, so, and we will let people know where they are eventually. Just want to play with it. I mean, now that I'm back in fucking lockdown, I suppose I do have the time for it. After I finish binging Battlestar Galactica, of course. Have you not seen it before? I have. I'm just watching it again. Oh, okay. All of this has happened before and will happen again. Yes, it shall. So So say say we all, yes. Although I have started again saying fracking instead of fucking. In some cases. Yeah, so anyway, other than that, I'm in lockdown. Fun times. Thank you to a couple of listeners who have messaged me in this time. I know one of you is in Melbourne, so that's kind of cool. Should we move on to the episode? Did we have to? No. What did you think of the episode first? (laughs) Like, it's initiations, which... Yes. 
And I started watching it last night and it got to the middle and I was like, yeah, I'm going to bed. So I shut it off. <laughs> it's like, this is boring. I'm just going to stop for now. And it was very off. slow, wasn't it? Very slow. It just dragged. And I don't really remember it dragging like that before. And I'm like, gosh, Chakotay, come on. I watched it an hour ago or maybe an hour and a half ago. And yeah, I was bored to tears. I was like, this is such a boring episode. Oh, no, it's a surprise. It's a Chakotay episode. But uh, hey, IMDb hey. has it. No, no, don't you get me started. Chakotay episodes <laughs> are generally bad. That's because they didn't know what to do with them. I knew what to do with them. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> yes. So IMDb has it at 6.6 stars out of 10, which probably justifies um, probably boredom of the episode. That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, and the synopsis is even boring. It just says, Chakotay is captured by a young man who is undergoing a manhood ritual. Which, I mean, is probably not the best <laughs> fucking terminology to use. A manhood ritual. Okay. I mean, thankfully, the character's 16, uh, 13. So I can't exactly make anything too dodgy about it, even though Aaron Eisenberg was totally in his 20s at the time. Yeah. And he so- had some serious nice arms. I know, but I keep having. It's a I really kept hard. Looking one. at his arms, I'm like, damn. I know, but it's nice like muscles. Actor is twenty something. Character is thirteen. This is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh, I'm, I feel really disjointed today. I blame the episode. Yeah, it's, it's Chakotay's fault. I'm not like that enthused into this episode. <laughs> So we open with the uh, first officer's personal log, stardate 49005.3. The captain has granted the use of a shuttlecraft so I can go clear my head. She totally wants me, but as we all know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I had issue with this at the very beginning. Of course you did. Why can't he do this shit in his quarters? I know. It's like to take a whole shuttlecraft out. He wasn't doing anything special, just his usual akuchimoya and grabbing the stone and getting high with the little buzzy thing. <laughs> it's like his futuristic drugs. There's no reason he needs to be on a shuttle to do this. No, other than to accelerate the plot, because especially at the end of the episode, when he just does it in his fucking quarters anyway. Yeah, and th- where did that other medicine bundle come from? Because his blew up with the shuttle. Oh, don't even... Don't, continuity error. <laughs> Can't even get it right within it the same up, fucking like, episode. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's like the precious medicine bundle. So, yeah, he's on the shuttlecraft performing a pakra, trying to find his father or some ritual for his father or something. Commemoration. I don't actually remember. And it was only an hour and a half ago. But, of course, we know something's going to go on because why would we have someone out there by themselves just for an absolutely no reason. Actually, we could probably say that Janeway giving him a shuttlecraft just to go and do that in itself is a thing. A it's decision. Probably, yeah. Even though a we didn't see her decision. make it. <laughs> it's like, no, no, mate, just go do it in your fucking quarters. Or do it in my quarters. No, Suzanne, we're talking about the parker, not intercourse. <laughs> I know, but she could have, like, you know observed and mm. joined in i mean i guess <laughs> he likes to show her his medicine bundle actually you know what it's about time he uh, whipped his medicine bundle out again 
I will admit, like, I've, I've been missed his medicine snake. You missed the Zamfir pan flute music. That's what you missed. Oh, yeah. Actually, do you know what? I do kind of like that pan flute as much as it's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, like when you're younger or when I was younger, I had a keyboard. And then obviously, like, mm-hmm. you can change the sounds the keyboards make. I did like the pan flute sound. So we're going to go down as a wrong way just because. Yeah. To send him off in a shuttle just to do this little ceremony he could have done in the bathroom even. Because he's just just sitting in a... He could have been in a closet. Anywhere. In the bathroom. He doesn't need an entire shuttle for this. Hey, Pa. I know that you've been gone for four years now, and I'm far from the bones from my people, but I'm near my own bone sitting in the bathroom. Let's celebrate your death, Baklavar. Is that what his name was? I can't remember. Kolopak. Oh, no, it's Baklavar now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And he, yeah, just sits, oh, no. Yeah, do you know what? It's wrong. I I can't imagine Chakotay doing this any other place now other than the bathroom, which is also concerning in my head. (laughs) Is he sitting on the toilet doing it is the question. Definitely. And there's somebody sitting in the stool next to him, like, putting his foot under the side, being like, hey, Chakotay. (laughs) (laughs) So you're making it a public bathroom. I was just thinking the bathroom in his quarters. Oh, no, I was thinking it was a public bathroom, you know. So, like, a bathroom (laughs) off of, like, the mess hall. Mess hall, deck two, public toilets. (laughs) (laughs) Well known for (laughs) Voyager's local beat. (laughs) So somebody's next to him and he's like, dude, can I get a courtesy flush? Man, that stinks. <laughs> courtesy flush? I mean, that's very uh, innocent of you, Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should move on. Uh, so, yeah, we get all this thing about Baklavar and his futuristic drugs and the pan flute and the Akuchimoya. But even though it's a fucked up kind of situation that the show sort of got all their Native American or Native Indian or whatever you're supposed to be calling them stuff, let's call it that, from. Mm -hmm. It's still nice to see, like, some backstory again to Chakotay's character. Oh, yeah. Although I feel like it totally goes opposite to what the Marquis side of him is. Yeah, it doesn't really touch on any of the Marquis. No, it tells him that he's a calm man who's worked hard for his uniform. It's like... Like, you gave up that uniform. You were fighting against that uniform. What the hell? So, it's sort of a little bit of a problem there. I guess um, they kind of made this episode because they wanted to flesh out Chakotay's character a little bit more. Because season one, they felt like they did him a disservice. They did him a disservice for seven years. Mm, But, I mean, at least he got a paycheck. Yeah. Unlike poor Joe Carey. Oh, No. So, uh... (laughs) But then we jump to the Kazon ship, and it's like, oh, fuck, they're back. When was the last time yeah. we saw them? Like, wasn't it? State of Flux. Was it State of Flux? Wow, that was a while ago. Yeah. So, realistically, I think we only ever saw them in very few episodes in season one. And then they've become more important yeah, like in season two. or two. three. Yeah, so everyone, thinking about it, we probably saw the Vidians for the same amount. Yeah, but at least the Vidians were interesting. Yeah, that's true. And then, yeah, we're obviously going to get a lot more about the Kazon because they're like, oh, no, we've made light Klingons. Now we need to flesh these characters out to be a little bit more yeah. important. So they gave them... Uh, but we'll go into that in a little bit, actually. 
So yeah, we uh, get the carries on in the ship. Chakotay's shuttle gets shot. But before he does anything, he's got to pack up that medicine bundle safely. Stuff it in his back pocket in case his shuttle blows up. <laughs> it's like big rock in his pants. Put him in there. <laughs> oh, no. That, yes. no, that wasn't yes. right. That was the wrong words to use. Um, oh, no. Those were the correct words. No, no. I wasn't even going for that. Fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah, so he wraps up that medicine bundle quickly before he works out what's going on. They have a a little young Kazon come on the screen, and then we realise it's Nog with Kazon makeup. Yes. So what would it be, Nog's on? No. What? How would you mash up Nog and Kazon? Well, Kazog? Yeah, wouldn't it be um, Kazon Ferengi? I don't know. Ferengzon? Ferengzon. Whatever it was, Kazengi. he played Kazengi. Oh yeah, told yeah, he's a Kazengi. He plays he plays the character obviously with a bit more gusto than he played Nog, but you can still just yes. see all of the Nog mannerisms in there. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was okay. They did have trouble getting an actor for that particular role as well because obviously it required a lot more nuance and I guess emotion. And the story was quite heavy that I guess maybe a 14-year-old actor might not necessarily be able to play. I disagree. Oh. They just didn't really look. No? Okay. I thought it was just easier for them to just, oh, yeah, let's grab him. He can pass for 13. No, apparently, though, he needed to audition. Really? Yeah. I mean, going on my reading of Memory Alpha an hour and a half ago... <laughs> Research. <laughs> I do research. Gosh. So we find out that um, Kazon Nog is supposedly the executioner of Chakotay. And yeah, that's exciting. We end up at the credits. Mm-hmm. So we come back from the credits. Chakotay is like, no, I don't want to fight. I'm a peaceful man. Is, <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. It's one of those. And then we Unless get some... you're a Cardassian, then he's not peaceful. Oh, gosh, yes. And then we get some classic 1990s Star Trek kind of CGI aspect or model work with the ship going, ooh, loop-de-loop, and then (laughs) the upside-down shot of Chakotay in the shuttle. Yeah. It's like, oh, I bet they were, like, frothing themselves over that kind of camera work back in 95. It's like, ooh, look what we can do. Upside down. So I thought that was quite funny. That got me a little giggle out of me. So Chakotay has a weapons lock and uh, basically says, no, like, I've got a weapons lock. If you don't stop, I will shoot and destroy a ship. So then he shoots and destroys the ship, basically, and then beams over this kid, which is obviously Kazon Nog. Yeah. So, I mean, I think beaming him on board is a silly idea. Should have just let him explode. He's trying to kill you. But that's not Chakotay. No, apparently not. Yeah, he's killed so many people as a marquee. I know. Okay, so he tries to get hold of Voyager, but obviously everything is broken because it needs to, because we have a plot. And basically he just turns around and leaves the Kazon kid lying there. It's like, he just tried to kill you. It's like, he could be just pretending to be unconscious. You haven't scanned him or anything. No. He's like, oh, he's just a kid. Well, that kid was flying a ship. I'm fairly sure he knows Mm -hmm. how to kill you. But does he know how to make water? Um, probably not. They've had these ships for, what was it, 26 years now? Mm-hmm. You can't make water. 
Oh, no. We need water. So thirsty. <laughs> Haven't had a drink in 25 years. Good job I don't need water to live, because I'd be fucked. Maybe they just drink beer. Because well, they would need water to make beer. Yeah. Vodka. Conundrum. Milk. They just drink milk. They're like, milk the Kazon cows. Okay, what do Kazon cows look like? Well, normal cows with coral reef hair, obviously. I was thinking like Scottish cows, you know, that have all that hair and then it's just all, all sort of spiky and sticking up. What? <laughs> the Scottish Highland cattle. They have like long hair. Is this the second episode we started talking about cows? Really? <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> So can we recording this 14 days apart as well? Maybe it's because I listened to the episode yesterday in the car. Okay, anyway, moving on. We go to the uh, ready room where Janeway's sitting there totally bemused by the fact that Neelix is walking in. Her face was like, oh, why do I have to do <sighs> this? Neelix. Like, but anyway, she carries on going like a good captain. And Neelix starts complaining that he's not sure if he's making significant contributions um, as a chef and a morale officer. He feels like he could make more contribution no Jeremy's like no thank you you're fine as it is Lieutenant Ayala has kids you like talk to him really nicely and his meals are the highlight of her day which is a lie bold faced lie bold faced lie you can tell she's like I want to vomit I had no idea that Ayala had kids no, I mean neither so I wrote that with an exclamation mark I was pretty excited about that so I want he, he and Joe should get together what Really? And oh. just talk about their kids. Wouldn't want that. Because Joe either. has two boys. Ayala has two kids. So, well, why not? Well, I mean, that could come close and satisfy a friendship. Everyone has needs. Yeah. I would just like to see that conversation. I'd like to see that video. That too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so apparently Janeway always knows how to touch one's heart. And Chakotay can verify other places as well. He can, yes. The fact that Neelix can swashbuckle with the rest of them is a concern. Oh, Lord. Because I just don't think that would happen. He got his lungs stolen within four seconds of being on a planet in phage. <laughs> That's not swashbuckling. That is not swashbuckling at all. No. Do we say Janeway was doing the right thing here, saying to Neelix, oh, it's fine, I'll make sure you're invited next time? Yeah, she's just trying to play Kate, a crew member. Yeah, and she probably is just going to walk out of there and completely forget. Oh, yeah, totally. She didn't make a note of it, so gone. Mm. So right way, though, just to do... Probably yeah. is the right way, because she is basically doing what a manager should do. Yeah, because who knows what... He'll come up with cooking-wise if he's really not happy. Oh, God. Let's not even go there. <laughs> so, so got to keep him happy. Stroke mm. the ego. <laughs> On the bridge, um, they're like, oh, I can't find Chakotay. Haven't heard from him for six hours. And Janeway's first response is, have you tried hailing him? So, no fucking way. <laughs> Didn't think about hailing him. I just thought I was calling out, Chakotay, Chakotay, where are you? Chakotay, the bridge. can you hear me? Can so you hear me? I feel like that's really rude. They sent out smoke signals. <laughs> you just try playing the pan flute on all frequencies. <laughs> okay, Chimoya. 
Hakuchi. Hakuchi Moya. Moya. Oh, no, it's supposed to, you say Hakuchi and he has to answer back Moya. Oh, it's Marco Polo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, clearly that didn't work. So maybe yeah. that's why Janeway's like, mm, okay, maybe you should hail him. Maybe she figured that everyone was doing Marco Polo for Tricote. Hakuchi. Moya. Moya. <laughs> <laughs> now they're going to go on a bear hunt, searching for the bear of the ship. But she did look concerned. She, well, she, she, she immediately got concerned. that face of, like, my boo is missing. <laughs> my <laughs> boo. <laughs> Gotta go find my boo. I think the- Find my boo. I mean, yeah, I think, again, it's the right way. It's the first officer of the ship. you got to go and get him. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not yeah. like it, anything could have happened. could have been blown up. He could have just, you know, had a communications failure or the ship might have broken down. So, realistically, that is the right thing to do, even though it's a pretty bad beeline. Yeah. Well, she wasn't even a B-plot for this episode, really. No, there wasn't. It was all tied together-ish. Mm. So, jumping back to the... Shuttlecraft, there's arguments between Kazon Nog and Chicote, and then all of a sudden Big Daddy ship turns up and is like, Hello, do you want car back? And they're like, No, thank you. Don't want him. <laughs> I'll give you Neelix for him. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tractor Beam is trying to pull them in and Car wants to be killed. Now Car obviously Chicote's like, I'm not gonna kill you. Why would I kill you? You want to live, but obviously something bad's going to happen to Car if he goes back onto the Big Daddy Kazon ship. Which really, Chicote should have known that because the Kazon are not friendly. No, they're not. So it's an interesting little one that is. Yeah. Um. So over on the Kazon ship, uh, this is where I started getting bored. I wrote, "Ugh, Kazon." Something about the Kazon <laughs> Ogla own the space, and then. Obviously, they've been caught up in the jail. So then Kazon Nog is talking about all the different things that the Kazons have taken, like talking about the Nistrum and all of that. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, the Kazon are decorating their walls with trophies long before we even met the Herogen who really decorate with the trophies. Yes. No, they're basically the same thing. They're trying to make the Kazon more interesting and more scary, I guess. It didn't work. It really didn't, no. Especially when he started was calling, like, this person, the, the Marge was called Ra, but then he became Jal Razik, and then he got Jal Halik. And I was like, oh, for God's mm-hmm. sake, my head's just yeah. thinking of curry again, because I really want a curry. <laughs> so I was like, oh, where's Jal Frazy? And then all throughout my notes, I've called Jal Razik Jal Frazy for the rest of the episode. Okay. Yes. So, Kara is then whining. What was with the creepy Kazon kiss of death? That was a bit weird. Like, was that like the kiss of death like they do in the Mafia? That's what I equated it to. I was like, that's just bizarre. Because they're sort of meant to be on LA Street Gangs, essentially. I don't see LA Street Gangs doing that. Well, no, me neither. I mean, I've never been to LA, but I just thought it was weird because I also had the subtitles on (laughs) Last watch again. Did you or not? No, I did not. Okay. So, when you don't have the subtitles on, Jalfrazy kisses Kazon Nog, and mm-hmm. Kazon Nog looks terrified. Right? When you have okay. the subtitles on, Jalfrazy kisses Kazon Nog, 
And then the subtitle say, gives off an anguished moan. (laughs) (laughs) This is not an anguished moan. Like, Mm, this older Kazon has just kissed this 13-year-old and it just comes up with anguished moan. That is a totally different type of episode. (laughs) So I'm like, "Mm, mm, borderline dodgy here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. man, they got that wrong. Yeah. No. No. So then I think it's either Jao Frazee or Jao Halik that was like, why did you save him? And then obviously Chikoto goes, well, I don't really particularly want to kill anyone, blah, blah, blah. If they knew that they were in Kays on Ogla space, he wouldn't have gone there. And they're like, we don't have yeah. a map. It changes every day, dude. It's like, ugh. Well... How are you supposed to know you're in the fucking territory anyway? Are they supposed to put up little buoys? <laughs> it's like, yeah, they have to go out at the 10 a.m. shift. Move the boys. Move. <laughs> We've got to change. Move it back and- 10 feet. Oh, we lost more territory. Oh, God. Update the map. Call Google. <laughs> in the meantime, on the bridge, they basically found out that Chakotay's last known position. Janeway continues to follow him. Whilst in, they also find some ship debris, which is obviously little no. baby Kazon's ship, and Belana examines it and says it was Kazon. And then Jamie's like, oh. Jamie looks relieved. Yeah, she's like, oh, just them, that's fine. I'll just give him a bit <sighs> of H2O. My Chakotay's still alive somewhere. <laughs> Come back to me, Chakotay. Oh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And bring your medicine bundle. And your spirit snake. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, back on the Kazon ship, Halik brings off some, like, kid warriors in, and Chakotay's like, I'm a gentle man from gentle people. <laughs> so, no, you're not. <laughs> it made me think of a Forrest Gump. What? I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> It's like, oh my gosh, Chakotay, really? So, what, 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 was, what was said earlier in this episode is like, why didn't you kill him? It makes a really inefficient like war practice. And Chakotay's like, well, I'm not at war with you. But then... Aren't they? Well, he's not personally. Oh, Seska. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Seska. Yeah. How could I forget about favourite Seska? How could you forget about Seska? I don't know. And then some crap continues. This is where, again, I got a bit bored listening to about how he's a good man. And uh, the price of failure in battle, some crap like that. Wanted Nog killed is more better. But then what doesn't make sense is it's so inefficient. Like, if you want to go to war and it's better to die, and this is my problem with the Klingons as well, it's better to die... Mm -hmm than come back losing something. You're effectively sending people into war, wanting them all to die, and you're constantly, like, having to retrain up troops. Yeah, it's very inefficient. So the Kazon, like, spout about how not killing someone is an inefficient war practice, yet they're, like, the most inefficient possible. No. Nothing about them makes any sense whatsoever. Mm. They ask Chakotay to kill Kazon Nog, doesn't want to... Is then like tricked by Chicote and body slams into the ground whilst Carr goes off with Chicote to join the shuttle and escape. Yeah. That was weird too. I thought, yeah, why? Please explain why. 
Because the kid was obviously wanting to die. He wanted Chakotay to kill him. And now all of a sudden, oh yeah, I don't want to die now. Mm, it's like, I want to live. I guess he doesn't want to I feel want the to anguish. He doesn't want to feel the anguished moan later on this evening. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he'll get another creepy case on kiss. <laughs> In an even bigger anguished moan. <laughs> on the shuttle, they're trying to get away. They run off to a moon, which turns out to be a training camp. That's no moon. Huh? I'm sorry. I just had to say that. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't understand. It's a Star Wars this. thing. That's oh, no okay. Oh, because of the... Yeah, okay. I don't know my Star Wars as well as I know my track, eh? (laughs) Where am I going? They get severely damaged and they end up having to sort of beam down to the planet. To Vasquez Rocks. Oh, it's a surprise. (laughs) I was like, oh. You need a planet? Here you go. I mean, there is a reason for that, though. Like, there's some kind of, un- or there was at least, some kind of union rule that said you can't go more than 37 miles away from, like, some central point. But why do they always have to use the same rocks? I think that's because that's the only rocks within 37-mile radius, maybe. I don't well, know. Well, then don't use rocks. Use scrub. Use something else. It's always <laughs> the same shot. Just go to the beach. <laughs> yeah. We could use what Discovery did and use the same quarry twice. So, yeah, on the bridge, Janeway's still following the Ion Trail. More shit's beamed on board, but Balana's like, I know this immediately. This is Chicote's shuttle. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Down on the moon. Yeah, the rocks seem familiar. They're stranded on the moon. The kid shows that there's booby traps everywhere. And Chicote's like, boobies? And boobies? Then, I would like to see said boobies. Is this the planet of the antelope women I've heard so much about? <laughs> <laughs> they, Kazon Nog explains all about how like, that's where they do their training and they use live ammunition and photon phases and all of that shit, which again is very inefficient because yeah. they're just going to die. Like They're not going to know how to do stuff from the get-go. Blow up your trainees. It's all good. Yeah, again, another inefficient practice. Uh, so, yeah, that's happening. Whilst we're on the ship, we get a little picture of the dock. The dock's grumpy, but they hasn't found any human remains on all of that debris, so they're assuming that Chakotay hasn't died. I still don't know why Kess was in that meeting. Like, what's the point of her being there? She's got nothing else to do. That's when she's the senior to Cumper. <laughs> And Neelix is the senior Talaxian. Yeah, but no, Neelix needs more things to do, apparently. That's true. And I'm not going to lie, Neelix was good in this episode, so, I mean, I will go back to he that. He was. He was. Yeah, they talk about where he could be, and Tuvok just gets straight to the point. None of that beating around the bush is like, nah, we've, we've done this trajectory, he's on this moon, it's exactly where he's gone. Which is, which is kind of good, and we don't have to, like, spend five years working out what the fuck's going on. Yes. I mean, it's kind of obvious... I mean, yeah, Think there's only it. one moon nearby. Uh, so, yeah, Janeway chooses to believe that he's still alive. She can feel it. She knows he's not dead. She, she can f- f- feel it? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still pressing that vibrate button. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's alive somewhere. I can literally feel it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so 
is a su- surprise, surprise. They can't scan through something, whatever's happening on the moon. So Janeway oh, chooses. Convenient. Yeah, I know. And so Janeway takes Tuvok herself and Kess down to the surface. Hmm. So we're already missing Chakotay. Let's take Tuvok along with the captain. Mm-hmm. And so then again, top three people mm-hmm. off the ship. So, I mean, that's that's just happened so often. So, I mean, again, probably wrong way. Yes. Take Ayala if you need security. Yeah. Like, he's standing there. But it does mean that Tom gets left in charge. But what could be the most outlandish decision of the whole entire episode essentially yeah. makes Neelix the com- acting commander... Sitting in the captain's chair. No, that was Tricote's chair, wasn't it? Oh, I thought it was Janeway's chair. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. It could either it one. It was of them. one of the commanding chairs. He he's was essentially his butt in there and farting. He's a oh, <laughs> you know, he's essentially. <laughs> you know, he farted in that chair. You know what he did. Oh God, yeah. But no, he's essentially now the first officer of that ship. That's frightening. Very frightening, and I don't know what to think about whether that's a decision. Or what? That is a total decision. Well, how do we play this one? Because it's fucking not right. (laughs) No, it's not right. But it did work out. So, Janeway. Uh, Oh, yeah. I suppose if we do take in the ramifications of the decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if it was just Tom, he wouldn't have gotten anywhere with the Kazon. I suppose so, like, I don't think any other captain in Starfleet would put a hairy mole rat as the first officer just because he had a whinge earlier on in the day. At least he wasn't a naked hairy mole rat. Oh, no, Suzanne, why? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone wants to see that. (laughs) No, no one does. No. All right, I'm putting that as a Janeway because you are right. Yes. The ramifications or the the consequences from that decision did work out. Yes. Also, I'm totally doing this on my iPad today. Ooh, mm, fancy. I have, my, I, have my, I have my Apple oh, pencil. Oh, you have your pen. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very exciting. I, I have a cheap knockoff pen. For an iPad? Yeah. Oh. I just bought it because work was like, nah, I've got way too much paper printed out that I need um, just an iPad or something to write on. So I'm like, let's go spend $1,000 on an iPad. Whoops. Yay! (laughs) So, yeah, uh, where are we, Suzanne? Um, Janeway, beaming down. Oh, yeah, so Janeway's beamed down. Meanwhile on the planet, and Tricote is in the fucking caves again, wandering around. (laughs) Car is like, well, they're not going to come and get you. They'll think you're dead. <laughs> and and Chakotay's like, they're very persistent. It's like, mm. yeah. Catherine knows I'm not dead. She can feel it. She needs to get this uh, vibrate button off of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so they are still shitting on about talking about names. How it's like, I'm never going to become a Jarl or get my Kazon name. And then he's like, what's your name? Or well, my name's Chakotay. And what what kind of annoyed me there was, like, before they started talking about it, mm-hmm. Chakotay does have an earned name. 
His name is Chakotay, mm. just like Car's name is Car, but his fucking earned name is Commander. Exactly, Commander. But they don't talk about that straight away. It's like no, he he forgot. He what, forgot who he was. Chakotay. <laughs> Where am I here? I don't know. My name was a gift from the Bucklevar. <laughs> Now I really want Greek food, thanks. Is baklava Greek? I thought it was Lebanese. Well, I know you can get it at both restaurants. Mm. I think it's maybe one of those shared foods, because I think you can also get it at a Turkish restaurant, too. Yeah, or it could just be something that's got like different variants, kind yeah. of like gel crazy. Oh, God, now I want Turkish. Oh, oh It's been a while since I had yum. Turkish. And when I say a while, it was probably only like six weeks ago. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Okay. Stop talking about food. Moving on from Turkish food. Uh, so now they're talking about the commander and how the uniform was earned. And he had to do lots of study and lots of science to get that uniform. Whereas Kazon Nok mm. is just like, nah, nah. Did they teach nah, you to fight? Rather kill like, somebody. Like, we were taught <laughs> to defend. Like, no, you're also fucking taught to fight because defense mm-hmm. is part of fighting. Yeah. There are like hand to hand combat classes at the academy. Yeah. Uh, to pass them all on like rigorous tests, etc. Yeah. And then I don't quite know whether this was the time of the conversation, but it's something it's, I've written down that people don't own land. And I can't quite remember the context that that was in. Uh, I learned from my people that no one owns land. Oh, because if you were in Ogre space, you've got to protect territory. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which, I wonder if that's like a little dig at capitalism or something, though. Well, no, I believe there is an actual Native American quote. We don't inherit the land, we borrow it from our children. Something along those lines. Oh, okay. Well, Baklavar's taught him well. So then it becomes sleep time in the caves. Um, Kazon Nog is basically thinking about being sneaky. He turns off the tricorder, which is obviously emitting the signal for hopefully mm-hmm. get them saved, um, and goes to try and kill Chakotay, but he can't, which is kind of cool. I, I thought that was a little well acted from Aaron Eisenberg there. But did Chakotay, like, disable the phaser? Probably not. Because, I mean, he was pretending to be asleep, but still. <laughs> Disable the damn phaser. He definitely probably was just sitting there, hey. hey. Fully on, fully charged up, ready to go. If I die, I die. <laughs> I, I, somebody else can own my land. <laughs> Tell Catherine I loved her. The safe word is... <laughs> Pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> And the vibrating <laughs> device is in my left pocket. <laughs> when I die, it will be triggered permanently on until found. Oh my gosh, that would be torture. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie will be sitting there. She'll just be like, oh, oh, he's dead. Oh, oh, he's dead. And they're like in between orgasm and like grief. Lights up a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, on the bridge, Neelix is sitting in the commander's chair. Jal Frazee comes on the screen um, and starts talking about how he wants to talk to the commander. But Tom is obviously 
and the captain and in command at the moment and starts talking and lies about what they're doing there. And then uh, yeah. Joe Frazee is sort of talking shit about Chakotay about how he's dead and all of that. We killed him. Like, he's dead. So then Neelix looks confused. And then this is where Neelix was a fucking boss. Like, it's not it's not mm-hmm. common that he actually does something really useful and starts um, to antagonize Joe Frazee. I liked it. It's like, finally, giving Neelix something actually useful to do. Mm. And Instead you, of just making appetizers. This is what he needed throughout the whole entire show. Like, he needed to be a character that was a dickhead, like he is for the majority of the show. Mm-hmm. But every now and again, like, he turns out to do this kind of thing. I mean, yeah, of course, in the later seasons, they moved on past the territory that he understands and knows. But he could still have that kind of character and attitude. They pretty much already moved past everything he Oh, not until Fair Trade in season three. Yeah, but already he's like, oh, I don't know these people. Oh, I've never seen these planets. (laughs) Fuck, dude, come on. But then how are the fucking Kazon out there? I have no idea. And he knows about the Ogla. Well, didn't Seska go with the Ogla? No, I thought she went with the Nistrum. Or the (gasps) Ogla Mar. I can't remember. Whoever it was, she's with Marge Color. Yeah, Color... I think colour is Nistrum. Hmm. I can't. <laughs> All I remember is that there's 18 sects that we know about. Then they chop off fingers. And we'll see them again. No. Yeah, many a time in season and two. And the trade. So, yeah, whilst that's why we've gone with the Janeway decision, because Neelix was a boss. So that yes. was kind of good. Blana can't get through. Oh, conveniently, they can't land the ship on the planet either. Wow. Because they just did that last time. Yeah, yeah. so... Probably just I don't think it's ever thing. mentioned again, is it? Blue Alert? Yeah, it's yeah. in Demon. Well, yeah, but I mean, not, not like as a, a means to... Oh, yeah. The next no. time they can't get through something, let's land the ship. Also, you know last week how I was like, who not heard that you can't go over it, you can't go under it thing? Yes. Well, that's going on a bear hunt. Going on a bear hunt. We're going on a bear hunt. I've never heard of it. You this. still haven't heard of it? Oh, all right. Moving no. on. Um, okay. <laughs> so we go back to the caves, the, continue the conversation. Except we learn a little bit more about the Kazon, I guess, and the Trabe and how they uh, got back 26 years ago or something, like overrun them. So we finally yeah, are getting a bit ships. of a storyline. And it does lead towards alliances. The writer of this episode wrote a whole backstory to the Kazon at the beginning of this episode to try and give them well, depth. damn, why didn't we get that shit? Oh, he did, because it sort of spawned out for alliances. But he only wrote it at the yeah, beginning but- of this episode, which is season two. <laughs> Forget the whole fucking first season. Yeah. They're like, oh, baby Klingons. We'll just leave it like that. Yeah. So on the planet, yeah, Jess, Jess, Janeway. <laughs> 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 Captain Jess. So Janeway, Kess, uh, Tuvok, and some rando meet the Kazon. They want to help them find the Chakotay and Car. Always trust the friendly Kazon. Yeah, but I mean, what, you've got to look at it this way. What, are they, what else are they going to do? They can either trust them or they'll just end up in a firefight and that poor random character will die. Well, he was a random character. We didn't even know his name, so what? It's probably Baxter from last episode. 
Damn it, Baxter. It's like, you should have left when you had the chance. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's the right way, to be honest with you. Especially when Jamie's like, oh, that's very kind of you to help. I didn't think it was the right way. I went more Jane way. Really? Because really, what other captain is just going to be like, sure, let's go. I think Captain Archer probably would. Kirk would not. Kirk would have just killed him. Picard would have probably not even been on the planet. No, Picard wouldn't have been on the planet. It would have been Riker and Data. Yeah, and Cisco would have just shot the fuck out of him. Yeah. Mm, oh, oh! I don't know. What oh, would Saru do? Saru would probably try and talk them to death. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. I don't know. I think. Um, oh, can we go half points? We can do half points. I think we're going to have to do a half point. Okay. Because I'm just not convinced. It's definitely not the wrong thing to do, but I do see where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I keep losing track where I am. It all just blends into one this episode. And you were just wishing it was over. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Please end already. My notes come very sparse now at this point in time. So in the caves, uh, Tom says he's ready to beam back Chakotay. Chakotay's like, no. The away team are near, so there's clearly a plan to get Nog his name. Yes. And, of course, we're like, oh, Chicote is going to be the good guy and die for it, which is just almost like, oh, for what, if, like what if the doctor couldn't bring him back? It took him, yeah, what if there was, like, a glitch in the Bilana's new technology to beam through that? Yeah. Stuff. Meanwhile, Kess, Janeway, Tuvok, and random guy gets trapped in a bubble shield, which they immediately manage to, like, <laughs> get out of, like, really quickly. And then we hear over the radio or the comm that Kazon Nogs managed to trap Ducote and holding him at gunpoint. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Wow, how exciting. Then we get in there, we find out that Kazon Nog has his curry name now. He's now Jal Cardane. Well, that's after he kills the other dude. Uh, yeah, he killed Jeff Razy. This is how much I cared about this episode. <laughs> I'm just like, things are all out of order. The only thing I liked about this part, everyone else sort of had their phaser down. Mm. Like, what is he going to do? What is Kess was, had hers up and she was ready to use it. <laughs> she was ready to go. I was like, that's right, Kess. Everybody else is a jackass and you are ready to shoot somebody if something goes wrong. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even notice that. She's probably just like, bitch, come fucking near me and I will shoot you. She's like, damn Kazons, I remember what you did to me. Yeah, because they trapped her, hey, and she was mm -hmm. quite clearly raped, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, <laughs> probably an anguished moan. Oh, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. Oh. <laughs> uh yeah, that's all I wrote down for that scene. I was like, Kess, ready with her phaser. Yeah, Jalf Rays is dead. And then it's happy ending. The crew beam up and yay. That's pretty much the end of the episode, except now we're in uh, back to Chakotay's magical medicine basket. That keeps reappearing. Mm. It is magic. So, I mean, how is that like a... I made a batch of fudge like that once. What? 
it didn't quite solidify. So every time you scooped some out, it would like fill in the hole. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> so like it the kept per- replenishing itself. That sounds perfect. That sounds so it amazing. was magic replenishing fudge. See, do you know what I'm going to do this afternoon whilst in lockdown? I'm making myself. Make fudge. No, I'm making myself an apple and rhubarb crumble. Oh, yeah. And I'm just, I like rhubarb. Oh, I mean, I like it in a crumble. That's about it. Mm. But yeah, that's what I'm doing this afternoon. I have to go to form my allowable outside time to go to the shops to get some custard because I forgot to buy that. Mm. And I'm going to sit and wallow in my own self-pity <laughs> eating a whole fucking rhubarb crumble. <laughs> Yum. Sounds amazing. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. We get some more Akuchi Moya ring at the end. but And pan flute. Pan flute. Yeah, it's about it, really. So, yeah, Suzanne, what do you think of this episode? Can you tell I didn't like it? <laughs> it was a dog. <laughs> it was the worst. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And I'm just this starts Chakotay's killing of shuttlecraft. Oh, yeah. She should never Don't give let him, him a shuttlecraft. shuttlecraft because you're never getting it back. I'm also concerned that we managed to insert one of those things inside Janeway. Um, I think uh, that was consensual. Oh, you definitely. Oh, dear. yeah. Mm. Was there any good bits that you thought about this episode? <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> no? <laughs> Probably not. Aaron Eisenberg's arm. Let me back through my notes. Um... <laughs> no no they were not <laughs> I like how you made us wait for like 10 seconds for that did you like it mm-hmm. I'm trying to find a positive my positive for this episode and I can't believe I'm saying this is Neelix yes Neelix did Th- that was my positive job. for this episode not in the beginning just at that very little end bit just, just at that minor minor part at the end yeah yeah <laughs> so but yeah that that brings us to the end of this episode yeah do you have any guess at what we've ended up with again i was not paying attention oh, good. <laughs> good the suspense is killing you all right well with the least amount of decisions is janeway with one and a half wrong way with two so we've got two and a half points for the right way so we've are you kidding yeah a, two right ways at the beginning of season two this is weird. Maybe, mm, yeah, no. I don't know what's coming up next. It's projections, I think. I, I don't know until I actually sit down to watch it. I think it's better that way. Because had I known this was initiations, I would have been dreading watching it. Uh, well, the next one is projections. And I don't remember what that's about. I think it's a doctor oh, episode. The, uh, that's where the doctor is. He doesn't think he's the doctor. Uh, I'm looking forward to a low gym. I need to get Isn't that like mate. the first Reg Barclay one? Oh, no, I hate Reg. Oh, no, this is the one where he goes back and sees fucking Dr. Zimmerman, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, God, Suzanne. Do we have to do next Fortnite's episode? We had to do this one, so yes. Yes, oh, we do. Man. I'm just looking forward to a low gym. When is the low gym? That's the one after projections. So that's in a month. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's the end of that episode. It was a right way for initiations. Uh, thank you for tuning in to us. We appreciate all of you who listen to us talk about Voyager. And uh, 
We'd like it if you subscribed and gave us all of the stars and leave us a review. We have like three reviews to read out actually <gasps> today. Three reviews? That's amazing. Thank you. Oh. I hope they're good. I shouldn't have said thank you until I actually heard them probably. I mean, they're all great, let's face it. So we've got the one that came through from Apple Podcasts. Why am I on the coronavirus Victoria page instead of the podcast <laughs> page? There we go. That's better. Now, this one, and I know this is from somebody who had issues getting the reviews through, apparently. Dominic, this one is your one. I can't load the page. It's because I'm loading the wrong thing. Uh-oh. Here we go. It's quite a long one. It's five stars titled Holding Playmates Janeway for Support <laughs> by 21871138, which I do believe is Dominic. But So I wrote a review for this Radpod weeks ago. It said submitted, then just never materialized. Maybe someone could reverse polarity or do whatever Talaxian atom bomb guy tried to do, <laughs> but I feel like it's gone forever. <laughs> so weeks later, I'll try again and save it this time. Been cooking and falling asleep to, to the journey, which was our previous podcast for years now with many other hosts and episodes uh then it got sparse and boom it's moved and changed names is that because of the documentary that's coming well y'all had the name first no it wasn't for that reason but yeah no thanks for listening to to the journey that i'm sure that will be back at some point in the future with some other co-hosts i'm happy that there's a documentary coming for and for this podcast to the journey the delta flies and now the Greatest Generation has just got to Voyager. So she's listing all other episodes or podcasts, which are also really good. So you all should listen to those as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But the Janeway just keeps getting better and better. I'm loving the guest stars, especially Women at Warps Kennedy, as well as all the sass. Cheers to you and keep up the great work. I love it. More guests, please. Maybe even bring back an old host for one. I was bummed you don't remember or care much for Githexis. Still don't remember Githexis. <laughs> <laughs> That one's trippy and fun. I love hearing your riffing and genuine Voyager love. There's more than room for both. Science Boner episode had me laughing so hard. Hope it gave you a hard Science Boner too. Um, (laughs) I know that was me. I know that if you did the right way, wrong way test to all of the captain's decisions, that Janeway would arise victorious on the top and no other captain was stuck in the D like the Voyager crew. And I'm assuming that means Delta Quadrant. I mean, <laughs> Janeway is stuck with a D in her. Um, and, she, and she had the marquee to read Starfleet. So, okay, going back to today's episode, thanks for doing what you do. That was a very long review, but thank you very much for that one. Thank that was you quite so funny. Much. Yes. Then we had another review come recommendation via Facebook from Nee Barker. I absolutely love this podcast. Liam and Suzanne bounce off each other and are so funny. It feels like you're listening to your mates talking through the episodes of Voyager. If you're a fan of Voyager and aren't a prude, then this podcast is for you. (laughs) Yes, no no prudes, please. (laughs) No, you can be prudish. I'll turn you. You won't be by the time you're done listening to us. No, exactly. And then, yeah, we had another one that came through via an email, which uh, Suzanne can't get it up, so I'll read it instead. (laughs) This one is from Anne, and I'm really sorry, Poegula, Anna Poegula. I'm really sorry if I've butchered your last name, but I'm fairly sure you're in Germany because of the .de into your email. Anyway, this this one's really nice and really quite appreciative. Hi, Suzanne and Liam. I just wanted to let you know that your podcast is absolutely awesome. 
I have listened to all the episodes, but was just kind of lazy to write to write a review before now. Sorry. Well, you should be. But no, thank you for sending it now. <laughs> Besides, I don't have Apple Podcasts and Spotify doesn't have a function review. You can always find us like you have. Always appreciate it. Thank you. Anyway, I originally listened to you guys on To The Journey on Trek FM and was quite sad when it ended. So I was very excited to check out the Janeway when it launched. I didn't think it was really possible for a podcast to bring a new angle to Voyager, especially seeing as reviewing episodes chronologically isn't, isn't unusual. But you guys have definitely proven me wrong. Now, just to interject there, I was talking to someone the other day that said that the way we do the episode reviews is quite niche and quite different compared to other things. So we kind of stumbled on a good idea. So the Janeway is by far the most hilarious sci-fi podcast I know and still manages to provide you an interesting thoughts on my favorite captain and her adventures. Listening to the Janeway has been also a great way to calm down a little. There is a bit of personal bits to this podcast that I don't want to read, but I'm very glad that we've helped you through getting the pandemic and through um, some of the online classes that have come from staying at home. So I'm glad that we've made things a little bit better for you, which you call yourself a random law student from Heidelberg in Germany. But yeah, (laughs) I didn't didn't want to read out the last bit because it did seem a little bit personal. But thank you so much, Anna, for your review. And it's really nice to know that I guess we've helped in some way. Yes. Thank you, everyone. And it's also nice to know that we're funny because <laughs> I feel it's just us laughing at each other. I mean, I never and thought I was a funny person. That? <laughs> and at the end of the day as well, I'm surprised we're not put in jail for some of the things that come out of our mouths. Oh, we're not done yet. <laughs> our mission is to be put in jail. Podcast jail. Mm-hmm. Thank you for everyone who's sent us through a review and yeah, keep them coming through. And also when the podcast awards thing comes out, which is on the 1st of July, we'll let you know where to vote for us. Vote. But yeah, other than that, Suzanne, where can we find you online? You can find me doing another podcast eventually whenever we line up our schedules called Boldly Go, a strange new world podcast with my friend Brandy Chakla. And you can find me on Twitter at KJanway8 or at StainSass. And Liam, when you're not being locked down again, where can we find you? Um, you can uh, Twitter, I guess. It fucking annoys me, that thing. Um, Running the Janeway. But the Janeway one. Just just join the Janeway one. I mean, I'm also on at LS74656. <laughs> <laughs> dick pics <laughs> no oh, don't um, <laughs> anyway that's yeah Twitter moving on just remember to follow us on Twitter at the Jane underscore way and on our Facebook listeners group the Nexus until next time remember to keep doing things not the right way not the wrong way not the creepy case on kiss way but the Jane way. (laughs) Anguished groan. (laughs) Dismiss. That's a Starfleet expression for get out.
This show is brought to you by Holosuite Media. Computer, list other available Holosuite Media programs. Loading Holosuite Preview Program 4, Random Trek Review, a Star Trek Review Podcast. Okay, yeah, I mean, I think that we've talked about Nurse Chapel before, and I think that, yeah, I mean, it's Majel, right? We we love Majel, which you can't really do wrong, so uh, I think that's... That... Well, yes, she can. <laughs> Tried to slip that by you, but maybe not. Maybe not during this era. But she certainly can do. Wrong. Yeah, Christine Chapel couldn't do wrong. Loxwana, uh, yeah, she can definitely spoil some episodes for sure. Loading Holosuite Preview Program Four: The Expanse, an Enterprise podcast. You guys are making some great selling points for Savard, <laughs> but I still don't like him. So. Uh, we're just, we're just gonna have to agree, disagree, and move on because uh, we have other captains to discuss. Uh, so I'm not gonna go there. Um, but we are now up on our next captain, my favorite captain, um, Captain Cisco. All right, and uh, of course we see him in his opening uh, pilot episode on board the Saratoga and uh, fighting Picard at Wolf 359 when Picard is Lacutus, of course. Which was not an inside job, no matter what anybody says. (laughs) (laughs) Computer, deactivate Holosuite.